You're listening to A Playful Podcast, where I talk about everything from the wonders of messy play to stories from my wonderful but messy life. I'm Mariah, and I'm the creator of A Playful Purpose, Learning for Littles, and I'm so glad you found me. All right, let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Playful Podcast. You might have noticed that I've been away for a few weeks, and that's actually because moving forward into 2022, I'm going to put out two podcasts a month. One will be personal and one will be about all things early learning. And I really decided to do this because it just makes my workload a lot more manageable. And my one of my main goals for 2022 that I'm going to share about in a later episode is to stop doing things when they're due. Because up until this point, I'll record the podcast literally the day before it's supposed to come out. And I really want to stop doing this. I want to be more organized and intentional in the content I'm putting out. And to do this, I need a little bit more time to get myself together. So I'll be putting out two podcasts a month. I can definitely commit to this and make it happen. And they'll be really awesome and fun episodes for you to listen to. Today's episode is definitely going to get you into the festive holiday spirit because I'm going to be telling you all about Christmas traditions and memories that I have. But before we get started, let's do the weekly check-in where I just tell you a little bit about what's going on in my life. As you probably saw on my Instagram, I'll be flying solo to Ottawa this weekend and I'm feeling really excited to see everyone but super anxious about the journey and about being out of our home and out of our routine for that long. It's really hard with a baby because I want to be able to be flexible and see as many people as we can, but I also really don't want to sacrifice Andrew's ability to have a good sleep and to be successful. And that means putting my foot down a bit and scheduling things around his naps and making sure we're always home for bedtime. And I guess I am that parent that kind of annoyed me before I had kids, but now that I'm on the other side, I just really, really understand how important sleep is for everyone's mental health in the family. I've also never, ever been an anxious traveler before. I don't find airports stressful. I don't find packing stressful. I would just get up, go, and live my life. But as a mom, it is so different. Just prepping for the trip itself is such a different ball game in terms of the amount of laundry I have to do. How I have to remember so many things that we use literally up to the minute until we go, but then I have to remember to pack them. And then also it's packing for myself, packing for the baby, and as much as Dave wouldn't like me to admit it, packing for him too. It's funny because when I think about our trip home last Christmas, it was such a whirlwind. We were home for, I think, only four days, maybe three. And within that time, we had our beautiful, beautiful wedding. But this year, we're there for longer, so it should be a little bit less of a whirlwind, but it feels way more stressful. I'm hoping that everything's going to go by amazingly and I'm worrying for nothing and that after this I'll just want to be a jet setter with Andrew and we can fly across the world all the time because he'll be a total star. So stay tuned, I'll let you know how it goes. Anywho, this episode, like I mentioned, total feel-good festive episode sharing my different family traditions about Christmas and the ones that we're going to pursue with Andrew now that we have a family of our own. I'm going to go through these traditions chronologically, starting with the beginning of the season and ending up on Christmas Day itself. And this is because in my family, Christmas truly started on December 1st, and that's because we have always been on team intense advent calendar. Growing up, we had a pocket advent calendar in our hallway between my bedroom and my brother's bedroom, and it was a dark blue velvet with a Santa Claus cutout with gold glitter glue around it, and my mom had made it. And the pockets were pretty small, and every single day there'd be a little chocolate in there, sometimes a gold coin, sometimes a Lindor. But what made it special is that there would be random notes hidden in the pockets that would lead us to a gift. 
we would always get one on December 1st, and then usually, you know, around the 10th, the 17th, and Christmas Eve. And the note would just say something like, go look in the kitchen cupboard, or go look behind your curtains, or something like that. And we would get some sort of gift. Sometimes it was like for my brother, a Lego set, or maybe a new Barbie outfit for me, or a gift card when we were a bit older. But it would also sometimes be something really, really special, like tickets to Nutcracker that my dad and I were going to go to. It didn't really matter what was in the pockets. It was just so exciting for us to see those little notes peeking up and knowing something was coming in just a few weeks. When I moved away to university, I was having a little bit of a hard time with the fact that it was going to be my first December away from home and away from this treasured advent calendar. So my mom made me my own advent calendar using packages wrapped in pink paper. And it wasn't the entire month because I wasn't going to be gone the entire month, but for every day that I was in Guelph for December, there was a different pink package with a silver metallic number on it that I could open up. And sometimes it would be a nail polish or a face mask or one of those tiny little boxes of cereal from the fun packs. But every day there was just a little something for me to open up and know that my mom had been thinking about me that day. And again, it wasn't the value of what was inside that package that mattered. It was just the excitement and and anticipation of having something to open up and look forward to each day that made the Christmas season really come alive for us. Last year, my mom actually made us our own pocket advent calendar, so now we have that in our living room, and I can't wait to start up this tradition with Andrew. So far, we've just put in little chocolates because he's not old enough to eat chocolate or to have little notes, but one day it'll be filled with little notes for him, and I just can't wait to see his face when he goes up every morning and pulls out whatever's in the pocket for that day. I should mention also that ever since that first advent calendar of packages in university, my mom has continued to make them for me, my brother, and now our families. So this year we had various bags that were under our Christmas tree, and we would pull them out at random throughout the month of December and see what the gift was inside. And again, it was sometimes a little thing, sometimes it was a little bit of a bigger gift, but never about the value, always about the thought and the excitement and anticipation. Another kind of month-long tradition that we had when I was growing up was that my mom would make these beautiful sugar cookies and hang them as ornaments on our tree. I remember there was a couple different shapes. We definitely had a reindeer and we definitely had a collie dog because I grew up with a collie dog. And she would flood them with royal icing and hang them on the tree with little pearl-shaped beads on them. And after dinner, my brother and I would go and pick one off the tree and we could eat that as our dessert. And these were also the cookies that we'd leave for Santa on Christmas Eve. A funny memory that I have about December with my brother is that we would always look for our presents. And we were not bad kids at all. Like, I'm talking, I was the kid in class the teacher would send the person who wouldn't stop talking to sit beside because there's no chance I was going to engage with them. Like, that level of goody two-shoes. But for some reason, my brother and I just couldn't resist doing this one bad thing. Okay, I guess our other bad thing was that when our parents would leave, we would snack on chocolate chips, but... In December, it was always looking for the presents. And I remember one year, we were searching the house high and low for our Christmas presents, but couldn't find them anywhere. And eventually we got bored and gave up and just said, okay, whatever, we're going to play Dance Dance Revolution. And we opened up the ottoman in our living room where it was stored. And lo and behold, all the gifts were stuffed into the ottoman right in plain sight all along. And it's not like it ever ruined the surprise because our gifts were always completely wrapped by that point. Because my mom's one of those moms that would shop in August and wrap everything way before the Christmas season even started. 
So our surprises were never actually ruined. We just loved the thrill of the hunt. My mom's also very clever and she would wrap things but not put our names on them. So sometimes we would have an assigned wrapping paper that she would then tell us on Christmas morning which one belonged to us. Or sometimes there would be a little code in the corner or sometimes there just would be nothing on them and she would go off on full memory alone, which would sometimes result in us opening gifts that belonged to another person. But even when we found the gifts, we'd have no idea which ones are ours. Christmas Eve, I know, is really big for some families, and we did a couple special things, but it was never anything crazy in our family. We always got new pajamas, and I think this just made Christmas morning a little bit more fun because we'd all come down in our fresh pajamas and, you know, wear them for the rest of the day. And often in later years, we'd end up watching Elf, which is one of my favorite holiday movies, but we didn't do anything too, too big. Something that Dave and I have decided we're going to do is we're going to unwrap as a family a new board game on Christmas Eve and then play it together. We started that this year, but just with the two of us, obviously, because Andrew cannot yet play board games. He's smart, but he's not that smart. And he was also definitely in bed. So this year we opened up Codenames Duet. Can't recommend it enough. We love the original Codenames, and this one was just a two-player version. But what I really liked was that we were on the same team, because usually in two-player games, you're playing 1vs1, and if I'm being totally honest, Dave always wins, and by the time we've played a few rounds, I can get a little bit grumpy about this. So in Codenames Duet, it was a nice break because we were on the same team and working together. Probably my most favorite tradition of Christmas is Christmas stockings. And for us growing up, we always hung our Christmas stockings on our bedroom doors and Santa would come in and fill them up overnight. And for whatever reason, I would wake up in the early morning, see my stocking was full and be unable to resist opening it. I would creep over to the door, pull it off and sit by the light of my dollhouse because it had lights in it and pull out each thing individually so I could carefully pack them back in the stocking and then act surprised later on in the morning. Now, my mom soon realized what I was doing, and they started booby-trapping my stocking. Sometimes there would be bells on it, sometimes there would be crinkly cellophane paper. Whatever it was, they started to booby-trap it so that they would then hear me and call out, Mariah, go back to bed. I can so, so clearly hear my parents saying that, It just makes me smile now that I'm a parent myself. I wasn't even a sneaky kid, but I just couldn't resist looking through my stocking. In our stockings, we'd always get things like toothbrushes, socks, a chocolate letter for the first letter of our name from the Dutch store, just little things like that, and I just loved it so much. On Christmas morning, we'd always run into my parents' room and open up our stockings on their bed, and then we'd go downstairs, but we were not allowed to go into the living room until after breakfast, and in fact, my mom would often block it off with a baby gate so that we couldn't go in there until we'd eaten. This is probably because we definitely are kids that need to eat something or we're going to be a little bit cranky. Anyways, so we would eat our breakfast and then we would head into the living room and we would open one gift at a time. And this is another thing that I really want to do with Andrew because it taught us to appreciate every single thing we were given and to take time to show that appreciation by looking over the gift and admiring it and talking about what we like about it to the person who gave it to us. And I think that this taught us to be really gracious kids and to make everyone feel like their generosity was definitely noted and well received and I really want Andrew to have these same values and this same appreciation for anything that he's given. Our last gift was generally the biggest one and the one that we'd been looking forward to the most throughout the year. And there would be a note either in the tree or maybe in an envelope under the tree that would tell us the hiding spot of this gift. And as I talk through this podcast, I realized my mom really liked hiding things around our house. 
more on that at Easter time. But yeah, we would have a little note and it would say, go look under your bed, go look under the curtains. And we would run off into the house to find our final gift. And honestly, it was under our bed a lot more than I'd like to admit, considering it never occurred to me to look under my bed when I woke up. I guess because I was so wrapped up in the excitement, I would just want to jump right into that stocking opening. But it never occurred to me to look under my bed before we started so my mom could keep reusing that hiding spot. Reflectively, it's possible she went up later in the day to hide them. I'm going to have to ask her about that after I'm done recording this. This last gift would be like the one expensive thing we were getting. So for my brother, it would be a big Lego set or it would be for me an American Girl doll, maybe something like that. And it was smart to put this last because we'd always want to go and play with it right away. And then it was a nice activity for us to go and do so my parents could relax. One final thing I wanted to talk to you guys about that I just think is pretty funny is that even as a kid, I liked my space to be put away. And I can vividly remember after Christmas morning, spreading out all my gifts over my carpet in my bedroom and looking at them and just really wanting to put them all away, but then also wanting to keep them out so I could look at them. And I would always have this weird fear that I would forget about something that I'd been given and not use it because it wasn't yet in my routine. And looking back, I can just identify that as, oh yeah, you were anxious. But I just think it's funny that I would want to put everything away at once, but then also want to keep everything out. And I would be having this kind of internal struggle. And I wonder if anyone else had that same thing, or if it was just kind of one of my weird quirks. Something we're working through right now is the fact that we're out of towners at Christmas because all of our family is in Ottawa, but we're currently in Halifax. And what that means is that it's a little bit harder for us to start up our own Christmas Eve and Christmas morning traditions since we're not in our own space and we're guests. So while we're excited to see our friends and family, I'm also really excited for hopefully in around two years from now, the fact that we'll be settled into a home closer to Ottawa and that we'll be able to have really strong traditions started as our own little family. And then of course, we'll go visit our extended family later on in the day. I wonder if we have any of the same traditions and if you listen to this and things kind of popped into your mind from your own childhood. I would definitely love to hear about them, especially because I'm still on the hunt for kind of finding the things that we want to start up with our own family. For example, I know that book advent calendars are really popular and I think I'm going to start building up that book collection for Andrew over the next year so that we can do that next year. But I put up a post on Instagram today with a graphic of holiday memories and I would really love for you to go and comment on that, what you thought of this episode or something that I made you think about or just sharing some of your own memories and traditions because I want to be able to swipe through those and read them when I'm at the airport. Yeah, I just really want to hear about your Christmas memories so that I can get into a festive spirit as well. And that brings us to the end of this episode of A Playful Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, sparkle and shine.